You're listening to the Big Finish Weekly Podcast. It's the 14th of November 2016. Magical stuff. My name's Benji. I'm a sound designer, music man and general noise man. Noise man? Don't, don't hey know. man. I'm Do you a, like your noise? I'm a man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm buck joined, up, Benji. I'm joined here by the man who refuses to buck up. <laughs> it's Mr. Nicholas Briggs, everybody. Hey. Actor, executive producer, Dalek connoisseur, yes. um, talky expert of hotel windows. He is a genius and he's joining me now. Hello, Nick. Talky expert for hotel windows. <laughs> if only that were true. If only. Anyway, <clears throat> and Big Finish are the purveyors of great audio stuff like Doctor Who, Torchwood, Blake Seven, Sherlock Holmes, The Avengers, The Omega Factor, The Prisoner, The Confessions of Dorian Gray, Dracula, Frankenstein, that sort of stuff, you know? And this is how the Big Finish podcast goes, in case you didn't know. And I'm going to lay down the law here, Nick. News, emails, guest star, randomoid selectatron, latest releases, and The Prisoner. That is yes. how it goes. And if you don't like it, then you can just. Go and buck, buck up. You can buck up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That surely makes sense to anyone. <laughs> See how you go. And uh, by the way, the guest interview is with Sarah Sutton, Nissa, companion to the Fifth Doctor. Without further ado, let's go to the max. It's the big finish news. There we go. That was tuning. Is your le- your leg just detached. My leg, yes, it, I've, it's it's full. It's rolling down the hallway now. He is an android. I am. I'm Anne the droid. Anyway, <laughs> so let's get this cracking. Torchwood outbreak is out tomorrow, Tuesday, the fifteenth of November, on CD and download. It stars John Barrowman, Eve Miles, Gareth David Lloyd. This epic full-cast adventure from writers Emma Reeves, Guy Adams and A.K. Benedict is a three-disc set with fourth disc of extras. Here's the trailer. I need to speak to Torchwood! Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Stage one, your head's not your own. Stage one, stage one of what? More reports trickling in, same general pattern. People just stopping what they're doing and entering a fugue state. We're all in danger. Why? Can't you see? Sir, put down the knife. This is unbelievable. The traffic's gone mad and so have half the people. What the hell is going on? Between you and me, I think you're about to have a bit of a time of it. Convoy 4 to control, ETA to Cardiff, 20 minutes. They're building a cordon around the city. They can't do that. Convoys 1, 3 and 8 already in position. Roadblocks assembled. I've got to tear it out! Somebody get in here now! Big Finish. We love stories. For now, it's recommended that you follow the advice of the official police statement. Stay at home and stay safe. Until the end of January 2017, Torchwood Outbreak can be bought exclusively from Big Finish for a rather attractive price. I say, that's a very attractive price. (laughs) This price goes up when it goes on general release. So make the most of these pre-release prices while you can. The free Big Finish app for iOS and Android devices allows you to be listening on the move just minutes after buying, goodness me. He's a nice bloke, isn't he, Nick? Who's that? general release (laughs) do you know that was the thing that Paul Sprague if if you ever said something with general in it he'd always salute 
<laughs> General Rizzi, I'll go, General Release. See, I've, I've got, in fact, just quickly, in this, whilst we're on the subject of military ranks, great new mm. idea for a show. Mm-hmm. Private Detective. Oh. Okay. He's a private yeah. detective, but... Yeah. Yeah. He's a private in the uh, army and he goes around uh, the barracks solving mysteries. It's magic. There we go. Uh, There'd be a load of barracks in it, wouldn't there? There would. No. A complete <laughs> load of barracks. Um, and uh, I expect he'd be a maverick as well, wouldn't he? he oh, he's always a maverick, yeah, with, a, with an addiction to something. Probably Toberones or something. <laughs> <laughs> he loves them. Out on his own. Oh, he's always uh, a lone ranger. Yeah, lone Toblerone ranger. out on it. That, that's a quote from the Toblerone advert that you're too young to have ever heard. Anyway, get on with it, because my shirts are in the tumble dryer. Right, okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big finishes, Torchwood releases continue in the new year with Torchwood 1, Before the Fall, in January, starring Tracy Ann Oberman and Gareth David Lloyd. And then from March, our monthly single disc releases continue with Torchwood Visiting Hours. And do remember, money-saving pre-orders and subscriptions. I can't say subscriptions. <laughs> and available. Subscribers get more. Have a look at bigfinish.com. We love stories. And now, some mega, mega exciting news. This is mega news, guys. New and classic eras of Unit will come together in Big Finish's four-disc audio drama, Unit Assembled, which is released in May 2017. How exciting is that? Ah, oh, yeah. Just, I've just, we just finished the recording session yesterday, which yesterday for you listeners was is like uh, well over a week ago. But anyway, it's uh, very exciting. Yeah, the ongoing series, which brings us the further adventures of Kate Stewart, Gemma Redgrave, and Osgood, Ingrid Oliver, gains three special recruits for the box set. Joe Jones, played by Katie Manning, John Benton, John Levine... And Mike Yates, Richard Franklin. Yes, the team are back together for the first time since 1974. For everyone involved, this was very special indeed. It's got me excited, actually. What, mm, what a yeah, cast. What exciting. a cast. I'm in it as well, playing a monster, but I shan't tell Ooh, you Ooh, spoilers. There we go. Unit Assembled is written by Matt Fitton and Guy Adams and directed by Ken Bentley. A fifth disc, that's five discs, guys, in the box set, features a behind-the-scenes interviews with the cast and crew. A behind-the-scenes interviews? Behind-the-scenes interviews. Buck, Buck up, up, Benji, what are you doing? Uh, yes, and the set will be available at a special pre-release prices of... I'm just... Do you know what? I'm going to jump out that window into a bush. The set will be available at special pre-release prices from this Thursday, the 17th of November. There you go, guys. Brilliant. I've just, oh, everything's going crazy now. I've just had a... Message from Chris Griffin, our marketing consultant, and I'm—I can't think of two things at once. Have you said everything to do with that story? <laughs> um, yes, it's, it's. Oh yeah, I'll be chatting to John Levine in an upcoming podcast. <laughs> be warned. <laughs> Madness ensues. Yeah. <laughs> And that is it, guys, for the news in this edition. It's muddled its way through. We've had high points, we've had low points, and we've just had plain points. So there we go. That's the end of the news. Time now for listeners' emails. 
And I need to hardly remind you that you can contact us at Big Finish. No, you can't. What is wrong with me? Uh, it's one of those days, guys. I want to turn into like when Tony Blackburn had that low point where he was just talking sort of sad to the, 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 the listeners on the radio. Just going, is it? Yeah, it's just, you know, it's been a bad day. Um, this one's uh, Leonard Cohen. <laughs> Um, yeah, so anyway, I need to hardly remind you that you can contact us at podcast at bigfinish.com. That's podcast at bigfinish.com. If, if it's any consolation, when I type it, I always type it by typing big finish first and then think, oh no, I've got that wrong. <laughs> Buck up, Briggs. Oh, it's just one of those, one of those things, isn't it, in life? Well, if, if any of you ever see me on the street, just shouts the email address at me and eventually um, even I will remember it. So there we go. So right then, first up here, it's from our good friend Anthony Zahetna. Anthony, you, you're, you've got your own little regular fixture on this. It's rather nice. <laughs> so Dear Nick and Cyber Benji. How exciting as that. What a name. I might have to change that by Depol. <laughs> With Nick's penchant of war stories and his cyber voices, cyber voices being one word, actually, interestingly enough, uh, don't know why it's interesting, but I found it interesting. Would he ever consider writing a story about cyberman, cybermen on a World War II submarine called Das Reboot? See what I did there? Sounds like a song by um, Kraftwerk, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Das Reboot. Das Reboot. Or maybe as... <laughs> oh, we look at that. We did the exact same little bit there. The, the comedy in all of this is it's going to be completely out of time. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, dear. And everyone's just switched off. Carry on. But, but anyway, you can buy um, me and Nick's new Craftwork uh, imitation band from all... Um, <laughs> Virgin Mega Stores. Is this more craft cheese than craft work? I think you'll find. it is. It's <laughs> craft cheddar, uh, or maybe he says here uh, you could actually, uh, or maybe saving as Private Ryan. Do you get that? I don't get that, but I don't know. I like I, the, I like that. the film Saving Private Ryan, so I'm just going to give it a thumbs up right there. So thank you for making the world laugh one Monday <laughs> at a time. Let's hope that they laugh with us and not at us. Thank I you, don't Anthony. Mind, as long as they're listening, that's the main point. <laughs> uh, this email is from Taris Hanutian. No, I'm sorry. I'm really, I, I, you know, you knew I'd mess up your name. It's spelled T A R A S H N A T Y S H Y N. Yeah. Anyway, this email is, uh, we're reading it out a week late, just for comic effect. Dear Big Finish team, I've just had a peek at the schedule of the Long Island Who convention coming in November, and I'm excited that you will be recording a live podcast at the con with Nick Briggs hosting Three Doctors on the big stage on Sunday, November the 13th, just before I get back on my plane, actually, to go. Uh, Peter Davis and Colin Baker and Paul McGann are all scheduled to be at the con, and I can't wait uh, to hear Nick speak to all three together. That's right. And they'll have to answer all in unison. Elihu is Long Island's Doctor Who convention held this year on November the 11th. Yeah. No, not... <laughs> blah, 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 blah. He's put in November 11, 13, 2016 because it's America and they put the date around the wrong way. Uh, anyway, so there we are. Thank you, Taras, Taras. And that did happen in some form or another. I don't know, because I'm talking about the future for me, even though it's now the past for you, because it would have happened this the weekend previous. Well, actually, it would have happened 
on this day because we'll probably release this on the Sunday. Oh, it's so confusing. That's time, Nick. That's time. It's like an episode of Doctor Blooming Who. Oh, who would have thought it? Uh, anyway, dude, that was a, that that person was a big Finnish fan from New York City, and I expect I will have seen you there. And I'll tell you that I'm going to read out your email in a future podcast that was recorded in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to the console. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely li- little bit of uh, Peter Davison there. Come on. <laughs> Peter Davison and Steve Coogan. Hold on to the console. Don't touch that button, Len. That's the fast return. We're trying to get away, not go back. Oh, you've ruined everything. It's all over the skirting board. <laughs> right, anyway. Um, yes. Uh, here's one from Ingrid Warren. Dear Nick and Benji, unless the presenters have changed by the time you read this email out months from now, ellipsis. Well, who knows? I mean, anything could happen, really. I could be, I don't know, thrown into a void, left to wander the endless eternity of space in the cold freezingness of the space. Fridge. Fridge, yeah. I might just sit in the fridge for for eternity, which could be horrible. (laughs) The time fridge. The fridge of time. Oh, that's better. Yeah. yeah. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, the fridge of time. Anyway, I'll get on with the email. <laughs> You've heard why, enough. Why ever not? Yeah. <laughs> Ellipsis. Uh, right. Now, just to say a belated thank you for the Tenth Doctor and Donna audios. I've fallen in love with Donna all over again. Semicolon. She's actually written out the, the, the punctuation as opposed to doing it. I don't know how I feel about that. Sort she of. mentions it later as well. Oh, even better. I hope there will be more audio adventures with these two in Big Finish's future. In regards to the wish list idea, I think it's high time this function was on the website. Why do I say this question mark? Because I'm currently making my way through the back catalogue of Vortexes via the website and back in issue 36, someone suggested this and Nick said, open bracket, I quote, close bracket. <laughs> you see, the interesting thing is here, you've actually missed out. We've, we've got a bit skewiff here because there's a speech mark, uh, but it doesn't look, oh no, you do close it. Anyway, but you didn't write down the speech mark. <laughs> this whole thing is just, just... Oh, I hope this makes sense when people listen to it. Oh, so do I. Anyway, I, I, right, well, this is what Nick apparently said. That's a brilliant idea. We'll look into that. And that was back in 2012. Buck up, Briggs. Look into that. Exclamation mark. She didn't say buck up. She should have said buck we up. Keep, we keep at, you, you can be sure that in the next <laughs> podcast, all the emails will start with buck up. Buck up, guys. Anyway, bucking up myself here. Um, This feature would be appreciated by me because reading Vortex has highlighted some interesting audios that I'd like to hear, but I can't buy them all at once. I'm glad that I just read about the Ghosts of Christmas Past when it came up as a Halloween offer. I am really enjoying the free Dorian Gray from this month's newsletter offer, comma, <laughs> and I hope to acquire more of this series in the future. See, you haven't, you full stopped without writing it down. No, she's it? not writing the full stops. It's all the oh, other punctuation. What is going she's, on? She's messing with you, Benji. She's toying with me like a snake. Um, 
I would have thought about trying the series otherwise. I wouldn't otherwise. have thought. I wouldn't have thought. Well, I would have thought. Back I, would, up, no, oh, I wouldn't have thought about trying the series <laughs> otherwise. So thanks again, smiley face. I hope this email is read out, given that I've gone to all the trouble to write out the punctuation, especially for Benji. Oh, thank you so much, Ingrid. I'm in love with you now, because that is, that is what a wonderful thing to do. That will stay with me for the rest of my life now. Yes. Exclamation mark. It scarred him for the rest of his life. That's it for this week's emails. Keep them coming. There'll be more next time. Any particular challenges to set, Benji? Uh, challenges to set? Um, I have no idea. Do you know what? We, we could set a challenge. Let me. Have Someone, a I did finally get that uh, email with a video of a snake playing table tennis. Oh, you got to forward that to me. Well up yeah, for a bit of... I mean, we, yeah, I don't know. where He said we can put it on... I don't know what we'll do about that. I think it was Alexander, wasn't it? Anyway. I, I believe so. Well, you know, I love a bit of snable tennis. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's a good word okay well how about this week then uh, let's set a little challenge what about a what do you reckon Nick any ideas <laughs> no let's just play the end of the email music and leave it to their imagination Sontaran skiing there we go Sontaran <laughs> skiing if you can do yes, that you can do anything excellent <laughs> you're just doggone crazy man oh man so there we go the end of the emails cheers guys So now to the Big Finish guest star interview. A few podcasts back, we played you an archive interview with Sarah Sutton. That was from literally years ago. I mean, quite literally years have passed since that interview. Time for an update, I think. Here we go. Come this way, Sarah. Oh, come on. So yes, it's just a quick interview. You're following me. Can't <laughs> sit on my lap. <laughs> so yes, Sarah Sutton. Nicholas. Nicholas. <laughs> um, uh, what was I? I can't. There are two questions I ask people in the podcast. Okay. One is, uh, what's what's your name? Yeah. <laughs> and that's out of the way now. And the other one is, what's the time? No. Uh, what? Um, is it lunchtime? Is that the other question? We've had lunch. We've had lunch. Oh, it was good, shame. Wasn't it? it was yeah. very. It was very good today. Are you going to talk about gardening at all, by the way? What a viburnum tinus. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, gardening's a big thing for you, isn't it? It is a big thing for me. I love my garden. There's nothing nicer than spending a whole day in the garden. The time just flies by. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Back to the two questions. Yes. The two questions. <laughs> One is I ask people what's tingling their molecules about big finish at the moment. Uh, but with Peter, Tingling I don't. Molecule. Yeah, well, what, what, what are you? What <laughs> are you my boat, have you? I mean, do, you do. You said earlier this morning you do listen to them, which surprised me. Uh, yes, I do get round to listening to ah, them. Right. It's not. It's not as soon as it comes through the post. Like, oh, I must listen to them. <laughs> I look I at must it stop from, gardening yeah. and listen to that. <laughs> I should listen to it while I'm gardening. Should I? Yeah, anyway, I look at it go. for a while and I, I think, oh, I need. I should listen to that, but I'm not sure I've girded my loins enough for that one yet so I put it away and then I think I will if I've, if I've got a long car journey or something if I'm travelling to a convention or something I think oh I'll, I'll listen to that and I just sit there going oh why did I say it like that Is there anything you've heard from Big Finish recently that you thought oh I, I quite like that Yes oh. Peter Lou Massacre What's happening 
to the TARDIS! The navigational systems are malfunctioning due to tapping backwards through decades of carboniferous emissions! Yes, it appears your girl doesn't much care for the Industrial Revolution! So you're saying we got lost in the spark? Take D19, Doctor. Great challenges lie ahead. It'll be like nothing this city has ever seen before. 1819, 1819. Come on, Doctor, think. Why does that year fill you with dread? Someone's got to stand up and tell the truth. Oh, my friend's into the midst of a disaster. What are you talking about? It's August the 15th, 1819. We're in Manchester. So? We're on the eve of the darkest day in this city's history. Did you enjoy the recording of it? I did. I did. It doesn't come as a surprise, actually. This is not such a science fiction type story, and I tend to sort of warm to those quite nicely. So um, I did enjoy that one. I like the ones with a historical catch in them. Yeah. Because there's, there's no science fiction in it at all, is there? No. It's a purely yeah. historic story, and it's it's really nice. It's a great script by mm. Paul Mars. Paul Mars. Yeah. Well done, Paul. Let's give. Let's Give Paul a plug. <laughs> I know he'll appreciate well, it. Well, no, it was. It's one of my favourites. Yeah. I think it will become a bit of a favourite all round, I have to say. Do you? Yes, I think so. A bit like Spare Parts. Mm-hmm. It got mm-hmm. very good reviews. The uh, Peter Lee Masker. Peter Lee Masker, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so did Spare Parts, I think. But, yes. yeah, Peter Lee, Peter Lee, I, I think can't it'll say become it. a classic. Yeah. I'm putting my money on that. Wow. <laughs> this is, Paul Mars is going to love this. <laughs> there you go, Paul. Um, if you're listening, I don't know. Do you listen to the podcast? Who well, knows? you should be. Yeah. <laughs> the other question yes. is what's tingling your molecules generally in entertainment? Anything that you particularly like at the moment? I mean, it could be a book, it could be a TV series, or it could be the cinema, anything you like, the theatre. Um, books. I've got about four books that I've got through the first chapter of. I really must finish one you should join a book club that's I a way should, to make you I? read because I yeah. love reading but I always tend to read on holiday really and I think I'm going to continue doing that when I get home other than that um, I really want to go in to the Royal Ballet this Christmas I keep every year I say I want to go to the Royal Ballet to see the Nutcracker and it kind of comes and goes and then all the tickets are gone And but I'm, I'm fingers crossed I might be able to go this year so, so did you used to do ballet mm. or have you been doing it recently no I but... used to at seven I went to the professional oh. ballet school at seven so I did ballet every day from the age of seven until I left school. Um, and I've recently gone back to it, and I'm loving it. Mm. That's, that is really rocking my boat at the moment. It makes me feel really happy. I come out of class feeling happy. Wow. Lovely. I thoroughly recommend it. I, t- I know we're the same age and everything, <laughs> but I, I can't see me... In getting... tights? No. Leotard? <laughs> I, no? haven't wor- I haven't worn tights <laughs> since drama school. And then I used to hide at the back of the class, <laughs> giggling with the other boys. <laughs> yeah, okay. I suppose we can't really tease what you've been doing today without giving too much away. No. It's been a bit of a challenge and it, a good challenge. Well, isn't a good it? one and and unusual in that it's two stories. Yeah. Um, with with a link, we won't give too much away. But it's given both Peter's Doctor and Nissa opportunity to do something else with the characters. Yeah. So that's been lovely, and and that has meant that. We've had scenes where we've had whole conversations. Yeah. So, um, yeah, <laughs> lovely. Not, not just running down corridors, although no, you have been I doing have that been as well. Running, <laughs> I have been running and heavy breathing and all that sort of thing. Um, but we do stop in this, and there are whole scenes where we actually just talk to each other and there's nothing, no explosions going on or something, which is lovely. It's a, it's a 
Well, really I think exciting. I think you've been particularly brilliant as well. Oh, how kind of you! So, seriously, I mean, I know I'm holding a microphone. And this is being recorded for <laughs> and posterity. I might punch you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't. She's always abusing me. Um, so, anything on television, by the way? It's uh, tingling your molecules, agitating. Um, your... I've been watching The Fall. Oh yes. Um, but that's starting to irritate me a bit now. Is I think it? it's the last two episodes this week. Why right. is that? Is it too depressing? Or? No, it's just. It's, it's, I find it all a bit one-paced, a little bit. Mm. Um, and although I love Gillian Anderson, she's she's starting to annoy me very slightly because it's <laughs> all the, it's all one level and all one tone and. Um, Luckily, she doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh, yeah. Fine. I mean, I, I, I love her, but I just... Yeah. just anyway. Um, you can have too much of a good thing, yeah, exactly is what you're saying, quite. isn't it? Yes, Sarah? I yeah. think, yes. What <laughs> <laughs> do yeah. I know? I know diddly squat about anything. Um, I'm trying to think what else I watch. I watch all sorts of things, really. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm a great um, uh, alibi channel person. All I'm, the crime stuff. Oh, I love all that. I watch um, episodes of you know Poirot and Marple, and my husband will say... Have you seen this one? I said, yes, of course I've seen it. I've seen it about five times. It doesn't matter. I just love watching it. <laughs> you know, Maureen O'Brien, who was in Doctor Who yes. ages ago, she, she lives in France and her satellite dish can only really get ITV3. Okay. So she's always watching Poirot. Lewis and Poirot, Poirot and A yeah. Touch of Frost. Frost yeah, yeah. 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 She said that the one episode of Lewis that I'm in, in a very small part, she went home oh. after telling me all about it and then saw that and thought, what a yes. coincidence. Yeah, I don't think you can beat Morse and things like that. No. Even though I know what happens, it's, there's something very, it. something very comforting about it somehow. And 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 there's some there's some lovely performances in it, and it's quite nice to spot people saying, "God, blimey, she looks young there," or something. And you didn't realise actually how long ago Morse yeah. was. It seems. Yes. Because there's been the whole of Lewis since, which is the the sort of sequel series. Just in a last ditch attempt to make this all about me, how how long have we known each other? When was it we met? I don't know the answer to this. No, I don't know the answer to this. It was probably. We're probably in our 20s, weren't we? It was a long time ago. Or early 30s, maybe. I don't know. Do you know? I I don't. I don't know. A long, a long time. We're growing old together. Yes. We are, in fact, exactly, almost exactly the same age. We are, mm. aren't we? Yes. It's funny how that sometimes does create an affinity between people. Yes. I don't know whether it's artificial or not, you know, but when I first <laughs> met you, I thought, oh, she's, she's the same age as she's, me. Oh, so, yeah. good, she's the same age. I'll be friends with her. <laughs> yeah. now She'll I, understand. Now I say it out loud. It's just a ridiculous thing to have said. It is slightly bizarre. Thanks. I was hoping you'd say no, not at all, no, Nick. No, I think it's odd. <laughs> Frankly, you're odd. Yes. <laughs> No, fair enough. Um, I'll let you go. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye bye. Oh, you see, I have such fun talking to Sarah. Um, I think she's only mildly disturbed by me. I think I think I'm safe. Yeah. Anyway, so thanks to Sarah. Uh, when you ask her to do an interview, she always has that look on her face, like, oh, but I haven't got anything to say. But you know, the wonderful thing about these podcast interviews is that I'd say to them, honestly, you're just. Um, you're just going to be larking about, you know. <laughs> so it's great. And who, who doesn't love a lark at the end of the day? That's what it's all about, isn't it? Well, and particularly actors are always worried that you're going to ask them really complex questions about Doctor Who that they won't know the answers to. And, of course, I'm only asking them really about what their favourite TV programme or film is. So they're quite relieved when that happens. <laughs> you, sh- you should just baffle. We- we've got to pick the most unfortunate person and then baffle them with really complex questions about <laughs> all sorts of things what's the antivirus software that the doctor uses in the 80s 
There you go. What is it? I don't know. Oh. Well, it's not a question. If I knew you the just answers. just made that up, did you? Yeah. If I knew the answers, why, why would I ask a question? You see? Do you reckon he's a Norton man? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Talking of 80s computers, my friend sent me a message the other day. Um, and he said, oh, um, he said, I, I had a, a, couple of, uh, a couple of drinks last night. And I've woken up to this on eBay. And he bought himself this ancient um, Atari computer, which he's literally, he's installed Cubase, which is a music composition. Yeah, yeah. Thing. And he's been sitting making music from a bit of, bit of kit from sort of 1982. And it's amazing. So there we go. You must send me some of that. Yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to get it over to you, get it over to you. But there we go. So I don't even know why I said that, but I did. So now it's time for the Randomoid Selectatron, where I pick a random release from the archive. That's right. Using the Randomoid Selectatron. Using the Randomoid Selectatron. Created by Hannah Newman. Yeah. Hannah Newman, you're an absolute legend. Your name is... is immortalized in the randomoid selectatron so without further ado i'm going to activate it and it's not going to be a toby haydokes who's round 71 no we're not having that <laughs> um nor is it going to be a book it's going to be the beast of orlock oh the beast of orlock here's the trailer coming soon from big finish productions doctor who the Beast of Orlock. There is no Beast of Orlock, and there never was. Sounds like there's a storm coming. It's been so many years, his face may have changed. With fangs like splinters, claws like knives, the Beast of Orlock gobbles lives. It's all right, Baron. I'm here to help. It killed them. Killed them all. With brimstone breath and eyes aglow, he'll eat your soul. To hell you'll go. The beast of Orlock has returned to haunt us. The beast of Orlock is a myth. A silly fairy story. It doesn't exist. Trust me. Now, if you'll kindly release us from this cell, we can get on and find this beast of yours. Uh, not, not so fast, Doctor. No nemesis. No oblivion. 1828, I'd say. Am I right? Look, who are you? I'm the Doctor. This is Lucy Miller. Diabolical gypsies. Perhaps it was a meteorite. Everything's been ripped apart. Carriage, people, even the horses. How many times do we have to tell you? We had nothing to do with those deaths. Grave robbing. Mutilation, murder, yes, Baron, murder. The devil doesn't change, he just gets more cunning. You can't just barge into Castle Orlock like some muddy oaf and start bombarding his lordship with questions. Now, don't worry, I'll bombard him deferentially. Good children, you know, I love you very much. What's it all for? What were you working on? Nothing less than the creation of life itself. Otto Pausbacken is a scaremongering toad. He'd like nothing better than to keep this whole town in a permanent state of panic. You're lying. That's why you came back, isn't it? To pick up where you left off 20 years ago. What the hell was that? Right, I'm just going to reallocate the uh, charger to this other computer before I run out of battery. That's <laughs> <laughs> some magic right there. Uh, the Beast of Orlock, I believe, is written by Barnaby Edwards. Is that right? Written and, and directed. An, yeah. yeah, and it's an Eighth Doctor adventure um, uh, with, uh, with, obviously, Paul McGann and uh, Sheridan Smith as Lucy Miller. 
uh, you know, Barnaby stopped writing Doctor Who stories. He, you know, the last couple of times we asked him, he said, oh, I don't know when I can write any more Doctor Who. And he was a fantastic writer for it. Um, and just always brought so much new stuff to it. Uh, it's a really great story. It's got, um, I think it's got Miriam Margulies in it, hasn't it? It has indeed. Yeah. Sa- Samuel Barnett, uh, Peter Guinness. Yeah. Peter Guinness, who's a, an old friend and colleague of Barnaby's, and he often gets Peter in. Um, yeah, Miriam Margulies, she was an outrageous person. I, 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 I very, I can't really tell you anything she said because it, if any of you know of Miriam Margulies, <laughs> it's all quite earthy and rude. She is just fantastic company, a true eccentric. I love her love of the English language. Um, a few months later, I bumped into her in a lift in BBC Broadcasting House in central London, where I was going out to do my Radio 4 Extra presentation, and she was obviously a guest or something. And um, I looked at her thinking, uh, oh, she'll never remember me. She meets so many people. And I think it may have been a year or so, or even longer afterwards, and I sort of looked at her and smiled and she immediately seemed to react and I thought oh my goodness she does remember me and I, I said oh I said hello Miriam I'm Nick I don't know whether you remember me um you know uh, it was a big finish Doctor Who thing audio play and she went oh yes yes yes, yes. listen can you just open this sandwich for me I can't get the <laughs> effing thing open so she didn't remember me at all she was thinking here's a, a likely suspect he can open this sandwich because she was struggling to get this sandwich she just bought in the canteen open so, yeah. Well, that's one of Nick's many talents here at Big Finish. Not only can he act, <laughs> act, write, direct, edit, and do pretty much everything, he's also really good at opening sandwiches. Actually, that's not true. I struggled dreadfully with them. Oh. But, you know, I just put everything into it and ripped it open. She was jolly grateful and just immediately disappeared. I don't think I've seen her since. <laughs> She's very good. I'm also in this story, I think. <clears throat> yes, you are. I think I, I play someone right at the beginning who gets horribly killed. I'm always good for someone being horribly killed because as many directors at Big Finish have discovered, I'm rather good at screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Russell always used to get me, he'd have different actors in and, he'd, and I'd be visiting the studio and he'd say to me, can you just come in and do some screaming? And I said, why? He said, because then none of them are any good at it and you're really good, you do great deaths. So there's so many Big Finish plays where you know, when people die, it's actually me <laughs> and not the actor who was playing the part. I'm a stunt screamer. That just sounds weird. Anyway, um, <laughs> stunt screamer. But I do, I do recommend the Beast of Orlock. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great one, and reminds me of great, great times working uh, with Sheridan and and Paul. Well, it's and a nice, the, it's know, a nice mixture of things as well. I mean, for you know, I love Doctor Who. I love Germany. I love medieval folklore. It's a winning situation. Have you ever heard it? I've not, no, I've not. Well, you should listen to it after this. Yeah. I might, I might do, go. yeah. That could be my day, my daily, uh, my daily task. Brilliant. There we go. So that was it. Yeah. Thank you, Ram. Um, uh, only a short time left to tease you with uh, uh, latest release or two. Just two, really. Not much time. Um, because Benji and I, well, we've recorded two podcasts in a row and our brains are melting. So... Doctor Who, Order of the Daleks, starring Colin Baker and Miranda Raisin as the Sixth Doctor. The Sixth Doctor, I don't know what that is. <laughs> the Fifth and Doctor. Constance. Yes, yes, quiet. yes, yes well, stop quiet. Stop their move. Stop their move. <laughs> yes. Ah, listen to me, old chap. 
uh, with John Savadant being superb and me exterminating things. Torchwood Outbreak, forecast Torchwood Antics, John Barrowman, Eve Miles, Gareth David Lloyd, written by Emma Reeves, Guy Adams and A.K. Benedict. <sighs> wonderful stuff, wonderful stuff. Well, that's it for this week. Nick, who is our guest star next week? That's what I want to know. Oh, uh, I'm literally sport for choice. Uh, seriously, I've, I've really got ahead of myself. It could be Neve McIntosh, you know, Madame Vastra, who I interviewed yesterday. John Levine, who I interviewed the day before. Crystal D, who I'm hopefully going to interview later today when she interviews me for the Doctor Who fan show, which you will have seen by now, that would be about. Or, or maybe, well, all of those will be coming up in the near future. But which one? Join us next Monday or possibly Sunday to find out. Dum, 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 do, 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 do. Uh, yes, so now it is time to say farewell. 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 And here's the final episode of The Prisoner. Beyond exciting. And back you go. Thank you. Much obliged to you. The electro signal has definitely deflected Rover. Should I counteract... No. Send Rover to number nine. Uh, uh, do it! No, not me. I'm... No! Please! Leave her alone. Get away from her. No! Don't miss your chance, number six. Go, go, no! Are you crazy? That thing's going... Let it take me. What? Let it. If my time's come, let it. Your time? What the hell are you talking about? Go, number six, go! He's definitely going for the skimmer copter now. Take it easy. Don't panic. Have Rover bring number nine in, if she survives. I hope you know what you're doing. Take me then, if that's what you want. If it's my time. This place is a madhouse. A bloody nightmare. You haven't seen the last of me. I'll be back to wipe this place off the face of the earth. Dear me, he is cross, isn't he? Do you think he knows we're monitoring him? Is he talking to us? No, I don't think so. He thinks he's just lost the one person who might have been his friend here, that's all. He's just cracking up a bit. That and the elation of escape. Shall we bring the skimmer down now? No. What? Uh, Have number nine brought to me and... But he'll be out of range any Shush minute. now. Don't get yourself so hit up. And there he goes. Freedom. Oh, 